This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the podcast. This episode is brought to you by Buzz Brackafan. Buzz Brackafan is a six-time daily. And <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face. I can't say it. All right. Buzz Brackafan is a six-time daily anal suppository where you shove right up the poop chute and you don't have a- <laughs> It's so dumb. Oh my God. The podcast is actually presented by HHA Sports. Uh, single pin sites. If you're looking for a new site for your bow, use code WCB15 on HHASports.com. 15. We're shooting the Tetra and the Virtus Rest this year. Um, also brought to you by Scent Crusher, ScentCrusher.com. We don't have a code for them, but we love their gear bag, and we think that it would help you with your – one, it just helps you keep your shit in one spot. Really Which, saves your life when you're doing all day sits for a fucking week. Yeah, I saw some yeah, pictures so of you just like, like foot. looking oh. like a sad man. You look that broken. took a toll on me, dude. We'll talk about that in a yeah, later we'll, episode. Uh, also love. brought to you by North American Whitetail Championship. Funny story about that. Well, here's a code WCB25. Travis Thiel from Buckstorm in South Dakota killed a slammer, uh, slammer. last night for the competition. He's the first entry that he knows of in that in that region. And it's a big buck. It's a big eight-pointer. So I think he's got a good shot at that one. Also brought to you by Thermoseat, Victory Archery. Steve loves a can cooker, um, so we'll mention that again. Uh, Lone Wolf Custom Gear, um, probably the number one tool in our arsenal this year besides our elite bows. Um, this is the actual tool that's going to get you where you need to be to kill the whatever you're chasing. Um, Eric, you've been using it all week. I have. Um, I used it last week after my buck, and I'm using it again this weekend. Um, use code WCB on everything Lone Wolf Custom Gear. Their full line of products include the camera and the new wind checker. I've got that wind checker, and it is nice. Did you put cornstarch in that unit? Yeah, it did. I don't, uh, I don't know what a milkweed is. I'm sorry. Oh, that's fine, dude. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, I don't I don't hunt public land. I don't know what milkweed is. That's fair. <laughs> At least you're honest. <laughs> You've been taking your best bracket fan, haven't you? I have been. Good for you, man. I'm proud of you. Oh, no. Also brought to you by Elite Archery. This year we're all shooting the... Elite 35. I'm, me and Eric are shooting 35. 35, yep. 
I got the, uh, you got the 33 back out, huh? I got the 33 back out. Yeah, you guys heard about that story, but, uh, yeah, we're going to get that. I'm proud of you, man. That ritual, uh, that 30 is going to put in some work, too. I got a feeling. Yeah, I have a kill episode coming up. I shot a buck last weekend at the time of this recording, and we're going to be heading down to Old Barn Taxidermy. Um, and we're also brought to you by Big Time and Loophole Optics. Who? And now we're on with the show. You got anything to add to this, like, just the best ad plug? segment of all time Steve absolutely not no let's keep the show moving alright run, run, run Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing this is Jeff Lindsay this is Michael Pitt hey everybody it's John Dudley from Knock On TV hey guys this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline hi I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors hey this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector hey this is Melissa Buckman working class bow hunter working class bow hunter working class bow hunter podcast Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from The Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bow Hunter. It's really, really not that good. Working Class Bow it's time once again for another splendid episode of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are right here at Down a Gravel Road, couple hollers down. The beautiful Buckatorium, fantastic New Windsor, Illinois. Man, it hurts to not say. 30 Rackway. Is that a country Is song? it 30 Rackway? Is that where we're going? Right, it's 30 I like, Rackway. I like 30 Rackway. Right. Works for me. We're at 30 Rackway, beautiful Bucketorium, splendid, wonderful, amazing New Windsor, Illinois. I am Steve. Over there's Kurt. What's up? Eric's right in front of me. Yellow. Oh, my God. Uh, and we got uh, we got some dude named uh, Cole here. You know, what's up, dude? How you doing? How you doing? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. All right. Yeah. Excited to be here. I, I this do. is Curse um, Cole's. I said Curse. <laughs> this is Curse. Hey, Curse. This this is Curse. Cole's, yeah, that's my new name, actually. This is Cole's Curse. first exposure on the interwebs. Welcome. Really? Do you not have Facebook? Yeah, I do. Okay, cool. No, yeah, I'm just, that, I kind of stretched that a little bit. <laughs> it's First time on a podcast, Team Hang yep. and Bang in the building. Oh, yep. boy. And you got the... With another big buck. Yeah, you got some other guy over here, too. He's just listening. What's up, dude? He's just chilling, drinking some beer. Oh, that's uh, that's my less drunk driver right Perfect. there. And <laughs> yeah, we're out in the sticks, okay. Responsible. Um, <laughs> okay, so Steve has... We're going to start this podcast with a veteran shout-out. Sure, you want to do that because I got a news segment we can uh, do after. All right, you want to do next news segment first? It doesn't then... matter. I mean, do you want to start the podcast off thinking a vet who has done some great stuff for this country, or do you want me to read the news that everybody's going to? Let's be do like, a vet since we just had veterans day. We should do that. Yeah. All right. Well, the uh, the vet this week here is uh, is going to be Blake Young. It's actually Cole's brother. He was in the Air Force, and from what I understand, he did a couple of tours um, overseas. Where, where did he uh, Where did he do some tours at? Yeah, he went to Kandahar. And he's been over to Germany. He did like night nighttime drops for special forces. So he's it's actually he's a cool guy, huh? He's he's a good dude. Sweet good dude. man. Cool. Right. Well, Blake, thank you for your service to this country. We Thanks, appreciate Blake. it. Um, without guys like you, we wouldn't be able to say the uh, dumb shit we say here. So we hmm. appreciate that. And um, man, we uh, we appreciate all our vets. If you do have a vet shout out, go to our uh, workingclassbowhunter.com. Go find the uh, contact page. There is a uh, a link you can follow, uh, follow it, submit it, 
let us know the vet's name. It'll go straight to my email. We'll give him a shout out, and if I, I screw up, it's on me. So, yeah, yeah. But you've been doing a good job lately. I'm proud of you. Are you? Yeah, but yeah, don't get too sensitive with. Well, this. Listen, dude, this is the only thing I got in my life. No woman loves me. I'm sorry. Not going into personal dude, details. If that's all you got, it's not so bad. Man, it ain't so bad, dude. I, I love you guys. You didn't have this at all. Well, that's true too. Yeah, you're, you remind me of that every morning. <laughs> I text you every morning today, just to let you know today could be your last day. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you fire him every morning. You're on thin ice. Yeah. Every morning. That's my good morning text to Steve. You Piece Tighten of shit. up, you bitch. Tighten up. At least I'm still getting good morning texts from the homies. A lot of people don't get them, so whatever. <laughs> All right. So could be worse. Cole, you survived that part, so we're going to get Steve's new segment. So the deal with Steve's new segment is. We have to beatbox his intro, and then we have to clap after each new segment because I don't know why those are just the rules because we did that since the first one. So <laughs> you got to do it solo though because Doug ain't here to do oh, the no, intro. No, Chandler helped me last time, so you got to do it. You have to do it this time with oh, me. Oh God, I don't know if I can do that. We'll do it real fast. Chandler right? killed it. I mean, he's a killer. So we'll see what you guys got. Now here's Steve with the news. With the news. It's not the same without Doug. It's not the same, but it works. We made it work, right? Good Lord. A hunter was shot Thursday after he was mistaken for a deer by one of his hunting buddies, according to the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources. Captain Robert McCullough said the incident was reported just before 8 a.m. at Rochester Road and West Oak Highway in Westminster, Oakney County. McCullough said it appeared that a group of men were uh, was hunting together when the one man got out of his stand. He was mistaken for a deer by a member of the group and was shot. McCullough said the two men knew each other. And all I got to say is that, you know, I guess that's going to teach that guy to uh, crawl around on all fours and wear fake antlers. During hunting season. Was it a good shot? I know he lived, so it was a bad <laughs> shot. <laughs> so. What are you shooting at? Like, I don't know how this <laughs> shit happened. I don't know. But it was, and it was 8 a.m. Like, clearly the sun's up by then. Yeah. And he got, he get that, got Dude, down from a stand. They gotta be drinking. They got, they'd they have to be, be, right? Yeah. What state? South Carolina. They were drinking. Oh, yeah. Drinking. It's not even North Carolina. Moonshine, probably. I don't know. It's not even North Carolina Hopefully. or Pete Pablo. Would you, you know, be pissed if that happened? Fuck yeah, I'd be pissed if I got <laughs> shot. But you shot me. You know what, dude? This guy's walking <laughs> was around. It with, was it with a gun or a bow? Does it say? It does not say. Uh, it's South Carolina. That's the uh, Wild East. I would assume it's a gun. It's <laughs> got to be a gun, right? <laughs> Just an old musket. <laughs> okay, Loaded it with a so bunch of old nails. We're, we're glad he survived. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of people getting shot in the news. Uh, here we go. Uh Two Vernon County men will be paying thousands of dollars in fines and banned from hunting anywhere in the nation for 15 years after they illegally shot 20 deer in 20, uh, 2018. According to the Wisconsin Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources, uh, Jacob Many and Monte Mob uh, were charged with five counts of illegal shining of deer, which is a misdemeanor. A Vernon County judge ordered Meany to pay $12,250 in fines and banned from hunting, fishing, and trapping for 15 years. Mob was ordered to pay 9872 in fines and cannot hunt, fish, trap for 12 years. And also, it says here they were both ordered to turn over their collection of DVDs of Fear No Evil. Damn. Dang, that's rough. God damn. I turned around better than I thought. Quick punchline, but I liked it. 
That'd be By a the shitty, way, I that'd think be it, a shitty deal though, because the yeah. one guy's fifteen years, the other guy's twelve. Yeah, that guy gets a, a yeah. spotlight near three years earlier than yeah, his buddy. Right. Does. Here's what I think: if you get caught doing that, you should be in prison for life. Yeah, fuck you. This what I, it is. We, Maybe I, not life. I feel like but, that happens. Like either Wisconsin DNR kicks ass, but I hear a lot of like, oh, dude, stories I bet, you, I bet you it happens more than you think. But or either yeah. that or there's just well, more I, assholes I in Wisconsin. I, I retract know. my prison for life statement. That's a little harsh. I feel like you should do some time, and you will never hunt again. At well, least get some community. I mean, because because you know? clearly them buying a license kept them from doing this. So I think the life in prison should be. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. Give them the death sentence. <laughs> Fuck them. You know? <laughs> Just go completely opposite direction. Dude, I can't wait till they, he's ready to ride the lightning and they throw that switch like in the green mile. Booyah! <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but never do. I got a comment on your your <laughs> someone like that. <laughs> Apparently, one dude did. <laughs> that guy. That Past news that. segment. Be glad you missed it. Oh Cole. my god. All right, and uh, and finally, it was. Uh, Another person getting shot. It was supposed to be an enjoyable night. Three friends were hunting in Lapeer County, County's rich township. Then one of them ended up shot and another in jail. Good God. What is going on in Michigan? Fucking Florida? This is Michigan, bro. It's the uh, it's North Florida. It happened at a property off Kelk Road. <laughs> it is North Florida. You're right. <laughs> the member hunting for sure. <laughs> What's up, Michigan? Oh, man. Uh, it happened off a property off Kelk Road. Uh, the men were hunting small game and scouting the area in preparation for deer hunting season. As the night ended, they uh, they were unloading their weapons. One individual thought his gun was unloaded. It wasn't, said Jeremy Howe, uh, Lapeer County Undersheriff. Um, and it just goes to show you that uh, even if you are, because the guy was a uh, member of the news crew, just goes to show that uh, even if the news is slow, you got to do what you can to create awful news segments. Am I right? Damn. Dang. That's, yeah, uh, that part uh, that part fell out. The one guy was part of the local news station. Okay. This was it a better news over. segment than you've had in the past. Really? I thought it was choppy. That was better? Yes. Okay. Well, well Some done, of them Steve. Can be, it, can be rough. <laughs> Cole's the most relaxed individual I've ever seen in a studio right now. Look at this guy. First time on a podcast for Damn. sure. For sure. What's up, dude? What's up? Uh, Welcome to the show. Cole Young, everybody. Three white cans. Just drinking the Miller over there. Is that your nickname? Three white cans? So <laughs> sounds like a country song, dude. Three white cans on my baby's driveway. <laughs> that is a country because song. Because Luke Combs song with another man. By the way, Luke Combs has his own official Crocs out, and uh, I hate to admit how much I want them because they're in real tree. Man, I'm about to piss a lot of our listeners off. I'm You're just a Crocs hater, aren't no, you? No, I love Crocs, but I'm I'm not a Luke Combs fan. What? I, I thought you were going to say you're not a Crocs it, fan anymore. Like, yeah. like I don't no, care if you don't fan. like his music. Dude, I but, bleed like, He's Croc. a good dude. I think he's probably a great dude. Yes, I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's I'm judging good. him off his music. I, I follow some pages online like he's going to save country music. So I clicked on his stuff. I'm like, no, nah, he's exactly what everyone bitches about on country music. Like he's just Luke. He's Luke Bryan. He's, no, he, he's Luke Bryan. He's Jason Aldean. He's like the same category of people. Um, he doesn't look like any of them guys. It's a, I think that's the thing. You gotta remember, I listened to Ben Todd. That dude was just like just <laughs> got off a heroin. Yeah, he listened to a heroin addict who rides trains to his gigs. Like, and he doesn't pay for train tickets. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he just jumps on. I love that dude. But maybe I'm just. Uh, how do we get on this? I don't know. Because uh, you're mad about uh, it. We were talking about Crocs. I just got mad about Luke Combs for no <laughs> wait reason. Wait till you see his real. <laughs> wait till you see his real tree Crocs. I'm like, All right, yeah, okay, maybe. Good, I mean, I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm sure he is. Cool. We're gonna talk about you a little bit. So Cole and I work together. 
And Cole went to college with the old Johnson twins. Oh boy! Which yes, we go sir. back. A I few bet you episodes. that was. Oh, inter- hold on, wait a minute. Were you in some of their videos? Uh, I guess depends which ones. <laughs> okay, because the, the Johnson brothers showed me some fun videos of four wheeling and stuff. Oh, I never had anything to do oh, with okay. four wheeling ones. That's we just fun. got really drunk together, and I've I could imagine God, that was a I rowdy just, bunch back in the day. I got some awesome stories about Billy, but old uh, Billy, um, sure. Wild Bill, we call him. I love Billy. Yeah. Billy is he don't live that potentially far, my favorite person ever. Yeah, Bill's up there. Bill and Brian, they're big personality type guys. Yeah, I love I love Brian. They're due to come Just back on another podcast. As much. Yeah, Brian's more of a what some would say a boner than Billy is. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I love that description. Yeah, great dude, but man, such a boner. <laughs> what a boner. a boner! What a boner! Oh my god! Uh, great, great dude though. Great okay. person. Okay, great person. Yeah, yeah. Good morals. Um. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, man, where'd you grow up? Where are you from? Talk about deer hunting a little bit because we got a, a big boy on the table. We got to get into that story. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, I'm, <coughs> I'm born and raised in Erie. <coughs> really? Erie, Illinois. Yeah, Erie, Illinois. Man, you guys got an awesome gas station with some great pizza up there. And it's well, eight Casey's. Don't, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's Hillsdale. If you know, I don't even know where that is. So. But that's just right down the road. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hillsdale. What do they always call it? What pizza is it? Uh, just Hillsdale Fast Break. Yeah, but what's the pizza be, called? Because it used to be called something else. That's what everyone still refers to it by. Was it a Piccadilly's at one point? No, it oh, used to be what? called Hillsdale Fast Break. Everybody calls it Hillsdale Fast Break, but it's now a Shell station. Oh, yeah. But it's still the same yeah, ownership people. and everything. Same pizza. I used to live not far from there, and it was kind of out of the way. Hey, you didn't know that? I used to live over in Port Byron. Oh, yeah, we talked about so that. So then, like, yeah. we would drive out and get pizza and drive back from that gas station. It's, like, way too far for that pizza, but... Yeah, but we used to have a buddy that... I still love Casey's, by the way, for everyone who's listening. I love nah, Casey's, Casey's is garbage compared to this. What? It's garbage compared to that. It's just not as good. Yeah. Don't say it's garbage, you know? It's disrespectful. Nah. It's disrespectful. Yeah. It's very disrespectful. You watch your goddamn mouth. To, okay. the, to the whole <laughs> Midwest. It's don't disrespectful you, to the whole yeah, Midwest. Don't you yes. Listen, listen yes. stupid. I had the uh, Midwest. <laughs> Any deer hunter that lives in the Midwest, Casey's is our, like, lord and savior. Yeah, I know, but I don't... See, I have I had the Midwest I have fast break right there. Listen, so listen, it's like, listen, why yeah. would I? It's true. I had the Midwest mystery pizza. Okay, and it, there was corn. It's called corn. the Midwestern. You dipshit. Is that what it's called now? It was called the mystery pizza. No, it was always the Midwestern. No, it was something else. You don't even know Casey's. Listen, listen, you're dude. Dis- I'm, all right, Eric. You're you trying to Casey's flex on everybody, and you failed, <laughs> bro. Yeah. No, I'm serious. It's called the Midwestern. Oh, you want to bet? You're probably a city kid, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's a yippie. For he's sure. born and raised in Rock Island, right? Yeah. I, uh, knew dude, I, grew up in the I knew it. I could sense dude, it. Dude, I grew up in the hood, man. You want to fight? I mean, <laughs> we can. <laughs> Let me get my camera out for this one. Dude, it's been almost Jesus. 20 minutes. We haven't talked about anything. <laughs> we haven't. Casey's. Continue. Casey's, I'm sorry. and I'm sorry. we're going to wrestle outside. How long have you been hunting? <laughs> Probably, I think I I think I got my, I think I got my Foy card when I was 10. Youngster. Yeah, yeah, and actually, the funny story behind that is I went to renew it when I was like eighteen. Yeah, and I sent a picture, like an updated picture, and they apparently didn't work. They use your old, so one they use my old one. So I just was ten <laughs> for another eight years. Are you sure, do you ten still years? Have that? They're good for ten years or ten years. Okay, yeah. you still have? I have it now. No, it actually finally changed to my driver's license photo. Oh, but nice! I showed it to. I actually got checked one time by DNR, and it showed it to him, and he was like, "How old are you?" <laughs> uh, sir, I'm actually 22. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
You should frame that fucker if you still have Did it. Did you get a ticket? No. You didn't? No. Okay, I was just checking. Some, all right, cool. You started hunting when you were 10? Yeah. You're all good? Yeah. How long have you been bow hunting for? I probably started bow hunting when I was, I think I was like 15. Bought a little Parker youth bow. and Yeah. Right on. I shot, I think my first year I shot a, uh, shot like a little dinky six-pointer that I just got jacked about. Yeah, that's you know? awesome, man. Like, he worked a scrape, like. It's funny that I still remember that after all the deer I've killed. Like, just telling Steve about the first scrape, and I just little. gave him a little yeah. contact grunt, and he came right over, and I shot him. And That's awesome. Do you remember then, what day it was? No, I don't. Uh, it was October or something. But then, like, 15 days later, I shot, like, a 120-inch eight-pointer, and I was even more psyched. And my dad's like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, you're done. And yeah. that's how I learned about the two-buck rule. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Done. <laughs> was, no it, was that kind of heartbreaking after you it, got it, him and you're like, It was. Damn. It was. I could shoot these things like this? Man. It was yeah. a good lesson, though, because shotgun season, I had, like, a magnum, like, this size deer, like, 170-incher at, like, 15 yards with a gun, and I couldn't shoot him. Oh, shit. And I think my, my dad was proud. He was like, yep. You fucker. You, that you, didn't, you didn't shoot him, and, and you learned something. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's, that's a, a big that, growth, a uh, big growth period. Like for a hard lesson to learn, man. Well, yeah, dude. Yeah. I was like fifteen, so like that deer was enormous to me. Oh yeah, the deer's enormous to anybody. Yep. Yeah, and then the next year I shot a hundred and sixty-two inch fourteen pointer. That's like 15, he's like thirteen, fourteen inches wide. Oh damn! With that Parker Youth bow at thirty-seven yards. No shit. Jesus. Yeah. So you've been off to the races since then, since he started. Yeah, yeah. And have I, like an Austin Chandler type. Start, like start, oh, man. Me and so me and Austin Chan, talk yeah. about this sometimes because you guys know each other. You guys went to school together, or you guys same area, right? Or right. So we actually or? went to the same. Yeah, we were in the same fraternity. I was, but I went to school with Dalton, his cousin. Yeah, I never met and him. Me and Dalton are real good pals. So then we like reunited when I started going down to visit Dalton. Right. And then we we started talking, and I so like Austin's like my. Like my mentor, yeah. My mentor. Like I, I look up to him, and I was like, "Man, my man room is nothing like this." And he's like, "Yeah, but you're like five years younger than me." Yeah, yeah. Just think about it. What yours could be? Do we start calling him Lord Chandler? Because <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> it's it's oh, funny because he's the most humble the guy you're ever going to meet, dude. Yeah. Most humble guy ever. The episode just went live, and I have not posted any oh, of him. Lord um, Chandler. I'm gonna have to listen to that. Where are we home. gonna get shirts? Made. Uh, we should get Lord Chandler I think, I, think so little, I think we're a little waxed. Yeah, Chandler's on a level, man. But it's kind of cool that you guys know each other because it's the same. Uh, it just shows how like tight knit like hunters are in this area, or just yeah, anywhere. And it, but and it's wild that you went to what college with the uh, with the Johnson brothers, which I didn't know those dudes went to college. To be honest with you, uh, they were they <laughs> they were there. They, it, they were there. It's weird. I mean, they they got they a they got a job where they tuck their shirts in. Uh, I know, especially I worked. At, <laughs> I worked. I worked in a facility that can one Billy of them was at. can Billy tuck his shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got it down, man. I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> Wild Bill <laughs> works at. Uh, yeah, he works at parts parts now, right? Yeah, I used to have lunch with I him. I, I, we replaced the air handler unit there, and I used to have lunch with him every day. Well, every time I went in the break room, he'd be in the break room. And God, I love I love me some Billy. Yeah, yeah Billy's dude. an awesome dude. So you started off just like Chandler did, basically killing brutes from the get go. Like there's no lag time, nothing, none of that. So, I mean, you I imagine you have a resume built up. Like we've talked a little bit. I know a little bit about some of the deer you killed, some of the deer you're on, and um, we've got to be friends from working together and just kind of it built up. Actually, I think how we met when you started at Deer, 
Trevor must you worked with our buddy Trevor Schmidt. Yeah, so I was I kind of became good friends with with Trevor with Trevor. Damn, no shit, dude. This is a small small world. And uh, <laughs> from what working out, Alcoa? Yeah, because our yeah. work areas were like we worked all over the plant, obviously, but yeah, we had like a like an area where we could store all our stuff, and the fitters were right across the way, and. We Trevor was a foreman and I was a foreman, so we always had to talk to each other for jobs. And then, yeah, kind of, we found common ground. And then, yeah, he told me about you. And then, yeah, three years, four, four years later, I yeah got a that. job at Deer. And he's like, man, you need to talk to Kurt. And then what? it was like we we first talked at my bench when I was like brand new, and and I was we were sitting there talking about deer hunting for like twenty minutes. I was like, yeah, do we just become best friends or what? <laughs> yeah, like, I do karate in the garage. Yeah, like. Well, it's cool to work with guys that deer hunt. It's rare. It's rare when I'm like in a place or anything of, with someone that has the same, like they might deer hunt, but they're not like into it like I am. You know what I mean? So it's nice to like have someone to when to talk to at work where like you don't want to be there type of thing. You know? Funny story to kind of maybe connect those two. So this is uh, about four years ago, maybe a couple days ago is. Exactly four years ago to the day where we're recording this was we did episode forty with Trevor Schmidt when he shot his uh, shot his big bastard out of oh, the yeah. Texas tripod. I saw that on Facebook today. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, he. <laughs> no wait, I don't think maybe he did. I, I know he killed that. He killed a deer out of there. I can't remember if it was the antler doe or that big bastard, but I know I he was, was the I same think it was year, doe, right? wasn't it? Was that the same year? What that he shot those deer. He shot that buck and the antler doe in the same year. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I yeah. think well, I know one of them was out of that Texas tripod. And I'm like, yeah, you got a cover on that? He's like, no. And it's like <laughs> out in the middle middle of a CRP yeah, field. Dude, he's like, he's like, it's like 15 yards off the timber line. And yeah. Yeah. Trevor's a stud. Yeah, yeah. he's a great dude. Yeah, you're not going to meet a nicer guy. No, definitely not. Well, Bill, maybe. Yeah, him and Billy, they would nice you to death. Nice you yeah. to death. So, dude, let's. So, you you got on Team Hang and Ping this year. Um, after we got to be friends, you were a shoe in. You know, it's whatever. You didn't really earn oh, it. Oh, wow. Didn't earn it at all. No. <laughs> no, but if you have a le- leather koozie, though, Cole's the guy that made them yeah, for yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there might be some patchwork in there, patchwork for hats. Yeah. I think we should go should go full patch for, for a, a hat for, for everybody. Yeah. For everybody. For I think so. You'll, you'll be proud of me that koozie I got, the fat bastard, is signed by Ric Flair. No way. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, all right. We're back on <laughs> the fat bastard. We're back on <laughs> the fat bastard, yeah. Rick Flair, dude, when he read it, he's like, and I gave him a koozie and shit. <laughs> like, I handed it to him, and he's like, where do you want me to sign it? I go, you can sign whatever side. And he like, he's like looking at it. He goes, that's a nice koozie. And he goes, fat bastard. He's like, that you? Oh, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> so the funny thing is, is like, so it's, my, my parents actually own the engraver. So, but. I help them run the program because they're sixty and yeah they Old didn't dusty. yeah they didn't they didn't grow up using a computer but I was making those koozies and I was like this is what I this is what Kurt wants to put on here and my dad's like Are you you really gonna engrave fat bastard on there and I was like <laughs> I don't know man that's what he wants so <laughs> he's like why can't you just fat put like fat guy and I was like I don't think. That's not what I he wants. I don't think that's as good. Customer's <laughs> <So> always right. <laughs> Customer's always right. Yeah, Dad, get oh, away, man. dusty old man. So yeah, Cole is the leather work man. He hand chisels all of our leather work. Yes, the store. He, in the dude, he, he he makes he makes the hot press 
right? And then he heats it up, so he engraves the metal, and then he heats it up and presses on it. So each piece is very intricate, man. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, handmade. That's why our hats are $500 a hat. Yep. (laughs) They're going to be. $499. Yeah, $499. $498. Free shipping. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To where where the fuck ever you order it from. Um, Okay, big bucks, man. So you got on Team Hang and Bang. We got to be friends throughout the last few years. You, I get a text message from you. What was the date of this hunt? I think it was November 2nd. Yeah, so just fresh into November. I'm in a stand. I just threw up a hang and bang. I'm in the stand. I'm getting texts like, I think Chandler Chandler killed his Browtine stickers and mass buck the same day. It was probably within minutes. minutes of each other. Yeah, so November 2nd was a good year, 2019. So I get a text from you, and I'm like, holy shit. So kind of just like Holy. I think I just I think I just messaged you and I was like I just killed a fucking giant. Yeah, you did. And then you're like picture, picture. Yeah. <laughs> so I went I went down and and trailed the deer and I mean, I think I sent the first picture I sent you was just him laying there yeah, and yeah, you just can just see his You tell he's a stud. See him sticking up, yeah. So give me the breakdown like did you know this deer? Uh, first of all, let's talk about this buck so like listeners can envision this deer the whole story like just kind of explain what they're he probably is. in the cover art right yeah yeah but if they're on itunes or apple music gotcha. or whatever they listen yeah. to now that they, they won't be able to see it and paint the picture do you have any history with this deer like go back as far as i'm talking break them down so, now, i mean like that way i mean know what to picture. T- yeah i mean so typically i do like that's one thing me and kurt always talk about is typically any deer i hunt i have significant history with like i have found sheds i have hunted this deer hard for a few years like that big eight pointer that my dad killed like i had tried to kill this deer for like three years and then as funny story my dad killed him in like 15 minutes of sitting (laughs) like never my dad thinks that everything that everything before muzzleloader season is a waste of time and it's funny because he's i mean he shoots usually like the oldest deer on the farm hard to to argue with the guy wrong but (laughs) no this deer this is actually the first i mean it's really the first big deer i got pictures of him velvet and yeah. he's i mean he's a mainframe 10 and he's got he's got that one sticker he's got a he's got a g5 on that one side mm-hmm. and he's just he's heavy and his beams curl way around like that so me and my brother started calling him curly yeah and then we got a couple so how other. many years do you have history with this guy or is it just this year fresh so i i've been sorting through sheds and i can't seem to i have a set of sheds that i'm I want to say is his, yeah, but I can't confirm it for sure. Well, because his right side's really unique. I mean, the way it's sitting here, like that shit, yeah, he's it got does mass curl. all the way through like, his, yeah, yeah and he like really flattens out on the end of the beam. It's and it's super yeah. curled, just the way I'm looking at it. But like, we're we're talking good beams here, good twos, good threes, good fours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that one beam's like 27 and some change or cool. something like that. 20, this, this side, really? yeah, I think it's 27. Let me see this like little unit. Pass them on over, something like that. But I love big bucks in the studio, man. Yeah, that's a that beam's twenty seven. Damn, it's just awesome because he comes so far back around, and he's got awesome color to him. He's got like a dark, real dark chocolate. Right. So I actually had trouble like getting solid pictures of him because it seemed like wherever he was standing, it seemed to blend. That's that camera, Kurt. Remember that I had. I, that's that first yeah. picture I showed you, and you're like, man, you must have that camera like. Hanging up in a tree. Yeah. That's a nice buck. Super nice buck. 
It's a brute. So give us the breakdown. So you got some pictures of him. You got a picture of him in velvet. Yeah, I got – so then I – I mean, I did get hard horn pictures of him. And then – so our farm is kind of unique. It's basically my grandparents owned, uh, you know, 1,200 acres and then – but they have eight kids. Yeah. And then uh, my dad bought the property that butted up next to that. It was like 289 acres or something like that. But then over time, you know – we kind of dad picked up the stuff around it and uh so so it's kind of neat because we get pictures of deer that stay on one side of the farm and then we get pictures of deer that come from the other side right and this deer generally speaking stayed on the one side of the farm you ain't gonna break him dude uh, he's like <laughs> trying to set him down he's trying to set him down quiet yeah i'm not trying to make a lot of noise because this table <laughs> just drop like dunk, dunk. so he was definitely living there yeah so i honestly I was not specifically expecting to see this deer, but uh, it sat, I think it was Halloween uh, that night, or it might have been the next night. Thursday or Friday night, because Halloween was on Thursday, weird enough, weird enough. So it was Wednesday, so it was, uh, it was the 30th, and I sat that morning, or no, it was Halloween, I sat the morning. And it was right before that that heavy snow, yep. and so like everything was weighted down, mm. and I didn't see any deer all morning. And then at like I don't know, so it was before the time change, so like seven thirty, eight o'clock, this deer just come right down the hill, and I ranged a spot forty three yards, dialed my pin, clicked my release, and dude, by the time I got my release clicked. Like he's already in the hole. He's there. Like he and he's just on a mission. I don't know what he's doing. If he's late to bed or what, but he works his scrape, and then I couldn't shoot the scrape because there was like a branch, a uh, small tree that was just weighted with snow, just hanging right in your way, right in my way. Yeah. And then he only worked that scrape for like thirty seconds, and then he was in the timber, the opposite oh, no. way. And I was like, well, there was, there was a really good encounter that's probably gonna go to right, nothing right. so but I, i'm just I love, in that just in that split second oh all, yeah the whole the whole thing happened and it went right down the fucking tube like a less than a minute probably yeah so i let the i let him work off and i i love to call it deer that's yeah that's why i like to hunt well you're interacting the, with them and stuff the end of october till you know into the first week of november like that's my favorite times because they're receptive yeah and i i let him walk into the timber a little bit, and I just made a couple, like, contact grunts. Yeah. Something subtle, but where he can hear it. Type yeah, of thing. yeah. I just want to get his attention. So he looks back, keeps walking, grunt again. He looks back, keeps I'm, – and I'm not in a my, – my ideal spot to call is where I have, like, a severe visual block. Right. And I didn't necessarily have that. I'm kind of in a flat – like in an oak flat, and he's up in some thick brush. So I let him go a little bit further, get him into some thick stuff, and I just hammered him with a snort wheeze. And he just looked at me, and then just right back on his way. I'm like, he what didn't the give hell? A, he didn't give a fuck, yeah. did he? Yeah, so. It's typical, usually. I gave him a minute, and I, I probably gave it like 15, 20 minutes, and I was like, I'm going to let him get over that hill, and then I'm going to, Smack the horns together, see what he does. Mm-hmm. 
smack the horns together right away. Deer coming right back down the hill. I'm like, oh, no. Holy shit. I just called him right back in. Here he comes. Yep. Coming right down the trail, and here's like a two-and-a-half-year-old. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's usually how it goes, though. So he, so that deer works off. So that small boat just ran past him, pretty much. Basically, yeah. Like, you know, like, that's funny. He just like that, by with the deer. finger. Fuck you. I'm yeah. going this way. Like, like, there's some women over here, man. Like, well, <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Fight's breaking out, and the guy's like, eh, I've seen great fights. I don't need to go see this shit. <laughs> but I, so I was dead set. I was like. So I sat till like nine thirty, ten o'clock, and I just left everything in the tree except for my bow. I always carry my bow out, but I left everything in the tree and came right back. And then that night, I'd never seen him, and it kind of didn't pan out like I thought. I thought for sure that deer's working that way, right? At he's gonna come back tonight, but it didn't work out that way. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm I'm really glad I didn't take that try to take a shot. The funny right. thing is, is that snow melted off the next day or by that afternoon. Yep, dude, that's so so that, crazy getting that, snow. That that scrape was totally shootable. Like there was a shooting lane. Once. Oh right, because the the snow had the so that's the what, tree. That was so weird because oh, yeah. there was still gr- a lot of green in oh, the yeah. chamber. And snow. Yeah, and snow. So, yeah. Like, insane. Those branches just everything. Is this the twenty ninth? The 29th or so? I think that's what it was. So the 29th was right before the snow. And I checked my trail cameras. I have a trail camera in my yard. Bucks on it. Trail camera at my lease, which is okay. And trail camera at my other property. All three, all my trail cameras were lit up the 29th. Those are during the week. So it's like I couldn't be out hunting. Right before the snow? Yeah, Yeah, right before, dude. It was lit up. Every trail camera I had had a good deer on it. It was funny because we had talked like that week. And I was like, yeah, I got Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday off. And you're like... Man, I think maybe just a little too early, and then it snowed. Well, the weather changed. It that, snowed you know? on Wednesday, and I was like, "Then you're like, oh, man, I think you fucking nailed it." Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> dude. I went out the day of the snow that afternoon, and I haven't seen like we have good deer on our lease, but it's not like this isn't like a Mark Jury lease right, or a Lakoski right. lease. This is a right. working class bow hunter lease. I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel. This is what I can afford to lease with my dad and my other buddy. So I'm not even fronting the whole bit for it. I'm I'm a part of this recipe, you know. But that's what you got to do if you want to hunt. And uh we've had some good deer on it, but we you don't see a lot of deer on it usually. Um it's a it's an interesting place. As I'm climbing up into my stand, I look down. There's two deer fighting before I can give it up there, and this is in the snow. Like, it just had them going nuts. And then I saw a good eight bush and does around. Biggest deer I've ever seen on my lease. And they were just out and about at that time. It was awesome. I'm curious what it is about about the snow or, you know, obviously the when, weather yeah, general, when snow man. comes in that front, like, how do – it? It always boggles my mind, like, how animals know, like, their high-pressure system coming in. Yeah, and how they're so in tune with that, like – you know, because oh, I, I dude, guess, cold weather and snow, late October. Psh, yeah, it's whew, it's wild that boy, psh, dude. That's man, a tell you, bro. That's the best. Um, man, it's it, yeah, it doesn't like, get any better. Than it does what not happen. This, I'm telling you, this though, year, do we not have a record? Hunting with snow on the ground is fucking awesome. I, I love it, but I kind of like. I love it because you can see so much more. Like off in the distance, you can actually see deer moving that without yeah. the snow, you probably not may not have even seen. <laughs> Yeah, I just in October though. That's kind of one of my favorite things about it is it's like no snow. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. You know, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's yeah. the early season type, dude. You know, I always talk about 
like the high pressure clear sky type days. The mm-hmm. cold, clear sky, yeah, and that sunny, big, yeah, big sun out. Yeah. That's when I That's kill ninety percent of my deer. Last Saturday, when I killed my buck, same type of day. We talked. We talked about this last year because I, in my favorite days of all time, maybe because I'm such a depressing head case that I love overcast days because everybody else hates them. But I like them. <clears throat> I love for, overcast for some days. reason. Like when I see an overcast day in fall, I'm like, dude, what a beautiful day to be alive. And then yeah, you get like rain. a high pressure day, and you know, like. You can just look up in the sky, not a cloud in the sky. You're like, dude, it's colder. Fuck out there. For some reason, yeah. you can see how cold it is. In I the like sky. those I cold, crisp, is. sunny morning, like November mornings where the leaves are, they're crunchy, but they're frosty mm-hmm. and it's just cold. It's, yeah, and a buck comes in there. Yeah. He's got frost all over his back. You it's know, the that best. Kind of shit. That's the you best. Can see him fucking breathing. Yeah, yeah, that's the best thing. So let's go back into this because the story, we're laying the, uh, this is like November porn right now. Like yeah, we're we're audio yeah. porn and on the November hunt. <laughs> yeah, you guys Dang. don't know what to, Dude, great it's November the porn is. Best time ever. No, I know it but, is. Sorry, I killed like, the fucking I mean, table over. It's great, dude. I love it. You getting that excited, huh? Yeah. And yeah, we went straight from <laughs> summer to winter real quick. We had like a, maybe like a week of fall. Wake the fuck up. That's what Mother Nature did. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's time to hunt, boys. Yeah, it's like, hey, you uh, you you fuckers driving your diesel trucks. This is what happens. It's like, okay, I'll take it. Fuck it. Diesel nine one one save the day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plug that bitch in. Yeah, they we're re- we're really ruining our flat Earth's ecosystem by driving diesel trucks. Yeah, water's about to spill over. Are the you edge. a flat earther, dude? Maybe. Are you asking if I'm an educated man? Yes, I am. I thought you were on like some flat Earth like dating website. Oh no! I bought Steve a flat Earth map for his housewarming gift. It's awesome. That actually <laughs> would be a cool gift. It it's, is pretty it's cool. Legit cool. I got, I got to show you a picture. It's, it's great. Okay, bucks, big bucks. We're talking about big deer in Illinois. Cruising the flat. Continuous Earth. on after this snowy, beautiful October twenty ninth, thirtieth uh, area. So yeah, then like the thirty first comes, and I, I hunted the morning, but I didn't sit that stand, and then. Is your phone on there, bud? I got two phones, bro. Sorry. Put that bitch on yeah, airplane this, mode. That was, that yeah, two phones. Okay, bad. two chains. Good God. I can two carry chains. your work phone on you. <laughs> two phones. But so I I hunted the morning of the 31st, then took my kids and went trick-or-treating on on Halloween night. And then I then the next day, er, what did we do there? So the first, the first I hunted, and I didn't really have... I mean, I had small bucks moving and stuff, but it wasn't real great. And then Saturday came, and I, since I've ever had short hairs, I always hunt opening day pheasant season. I don't care yeah. what's going on. I thought you said you just like cut your hair so you had short hairs. That's no, what, no. That's what I, was I thought when he said yeah. I had short hairs, I was like, oh yeah, he must have shaved his head. That must have been his first pubes when he had no, no, short no. hairs. I'm I didn't talking know you were talking about, about dogs. I'm talking about real okay. bird dogs. Cameron would have been. I was like, yeah, dude, you cut his hair. Short hairs. Short hairs. Short hairs. Yeah, right, I, got my, I got my short hairs. And uh, actually, me and Chris went out that morning. I don't – I just – I love my dogs, so I do. Yeah, you're a he, guide for pheasant hunting, which you didn't add earlier. Yes. Yes, I do that. That's cool. I want to kill a pheasant. Hilltop Meadows Hunt Club, probably the best run one around here. Morrison, Illinois? It's, uh, it's off of Garden Plain Road. It's more of Fenton than Morrison. Mm. Fenton, the big town. Of thirty-five people, really. I used to camp in uh, more at Morrison Rockwood all the time, and I found out you could hunt it. So I wanted to do a nostalgia hunt one there one day. 
What's that okay. with a stick? We won't talk about that place. <laughs> you don't like that place? Nah, terrible hunting. Terrible hunting. It's an awful place. Overpressured. I used to, I used to camp there. I used to walk through the woods, <laughs> and I, I, would, I would go try to find the hunters in October when I was a kid. So you go there and high-five everybody else that's already out there hunting. Bro, dude, yeah. I, was, I was hunting the hunters, man. I became the ultimate predator, the apex. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, so I go out. We, Me and Chris go pheasant hunting. We shot a bird that it actually I'm pretty sure was a hermaphrodite. It was the neatest pheasant I've ever killed. But anyways... That's another story. So the whole time I'm telling Chris, I'm like, man, I should have been in the deer stand because it's just money. It's good. It's good hunting for. It's good bird hunting weather. That's for sure. Yeah. And uh, can never have a bad time bird hunting with a dog, in my opinion. But so I get, we get back and hang out with the kids afternoon. And I was like, I gotta, I'm going hunting. <laughs> I gotta Cause, go because my wife's like. We're going to go do trick-or-treating at my sister-in-law's. So I'm like, oh, shit. Kids will get double candy. They'll love it. So they go, and I go my separate ways, and it did not take long. But but I did get in the stand. I got in the stand early. Yeah. It was like. So what day is this? This is November 2nd. This is the 2nd. So it would be the. Is that the day on saturday right? be saturday oh because they delayed trick-or-treating because of the uh weather right right some, some towns yeah. did so All but right. erie didn't right. so my kids got the trick-or-treat in erie and then they went and trick-or-treated in port byron good deal man oh, we're, go. we're ballers <laughs> right on <laughs> ballers <laughs> all of the king they sound like the quad cities <laughs> <laughs> but i got in the stand and it was probably three o'clock i just had a I mean, I had a big eight coming. I'm, I'm basically in a big bowl. Right, okay. I mean, like a half bowl, and I got a like a 100-acre cornfield that ain't been picked, and that's where I've basically been getting all my pictures of this deer. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically like two logging roads. Once One goes to like a tile cut mm-hmm. where, we, where we clear the trees and run a tile line out. But it's a, basically a big oak flat. And then up towards the top of the bowl is all, like, real brushy. It's all honeysuckle, and it's right. nasty. So I had a buck come in, and I just – I mean, I heard a big, mature buck grunt. And yeah. he comes in, he just busts, like, eight does out of this stuff that I didn't even see. Like, bent it down? Yeah. And so then I – I mean, I caught a glimpse of him. I mean, in my mind, he was a he was a shooter eight. Since yeah. since then, we've gotten pictures of him, and he is a shooter. Yeah. But so I tried. He come in there and busted those deer up, and he kind of just hung out in there. So I just let out a couple contact grunts again, and then I got a little more aggressive because he come in there, and he was being really aggressive, you know. So after that, kind of everything settled back down. He must have busted back over the hill mm-hmm. and just moved on. I kind of sat there for like a half hour. I'm like, man, I didn't thought for sure this deer was going to work this way. Right, right. And then he didn't. So I hang my bow back up. So you don't snort of, wheeze at all? I mean, <laughs> so I, I did. <laughs> I'm out of left field. I I'm, did, just, I'm just kind of curious. No, I mean, I just said earlier that I I tried that with that bu- this buck. Yeah. When he was working that scrape, but. As soon as that deer come in there, 
and he was aggressive like that, I did. I let out okay, a couple okay. grunts, and then I did hammer a snort wheeze. And it was like – the problem was is I couldn't even see him. So I don't even know how he probably didn't even hear it. That's the pro- Sometimes that's a problem with that. Especially but, when they're tromping brush. But I tried to get a little more aggressive with the calling. and But at the same time, I mean, I've called it enough deer that you know when to stop. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I just – I kind of just let it go for a bit because it's only like 3.30. Right, yeah, early. You know, and then like 4 o'clock comes around. All these does are kind of like all working back together. And then, like, 4.15, I look down, and I got a doe coming right on my boot track right to me. I'm like, oh, shit, you know. I But I've been really good about getting in and out of the stand yeah. without getting busted. So she comes right to the base of my tree, and I don't know what the hell I did. I, me and my brother hung the stand in September. Well, we must have picked, like, the money acorn tree. Because every deer that comes through there sits and munches acorns right under the grating, <laughs> yep. which is which is great. But yeah. at the same time, you're like, you kind of want to move on. Come on, honey, go ahead. Yeah, like so it's she's, cool seeing deer, but when they sit there for 20 minutes just eating acorns, you're finally like, okay, just get the fuck out. Of yeah, here. we need the next one. Yeah. Move yeah. along. Yeah, yeah I got I got into the stand going. one time, and it's such a gr- like a greedy type of oh field, yeah, right? just crunch it because some guys just kill to see deer. Like, oh yeah, and, like, and she's just sitting there looking at you, just going. It's the fear of like being busted and having her boy out, and then you don't feel like you're in the game anymore. Right, right, it, right. That's, and that's for me personally, anyway. I'm like, okay, good to see you. Like little bucks will hang around. I'm like, good to see you, bud. All right, come on, yeah, yeah move along. Shoe, yeah, shoe. Yeah. <laughs> when it's all, yeah, when it's I sound all. like a total asshat, but but it's I, I, it's true. Though. I get what you're saying. Yeah, you understand what I'm. You kind of just oh, yeah. move along, do your thing. Let's get the next deer. In yeah, here. like I, to me, a successful doe encounter is she comes in, she's in shooting range, and then she works the same way. She, she just keeps going. Go. Yeah. 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 Yep. But anyways, this doe's just sitting there, and then I look up, and I've always kind of that brushy patch where I've seen that buck is kind of like behind me. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of leaning against the tree, facing behind me, because I'm just waiting for him to come back. And then I get a button buck, which is that doe's fawn, that's underneath me. Yeah. And he just comes, and he's like 25 yards, and he will not move. Just stone (laughs) straight, looking straight down the trail. And I'm like, what are you doing, buddy? Like, what's what's going on? Go eat acorns with your mom or fuck off, you know? Do something. (laughs) But the one good thing I will say about that is, like... I always watch that deer because they will see another deer coming before you will. So if they're eating acorns, it's crazy. Like yeah. that doe will see a deer and she's just like, yeah, she's so that's seeing exactly, something and you're like, you're like, okay, she spotted it for you. Oh yeah. So that's exactly where the story is going. Yeah. So that button buck, I will not move and he just keeps looking straight forward. I'm like, what are you looking at guy? Mm-hmm. So look down that doe is, I mean, she's through the grating. She's that close. Right. She's head down eating acorns. So I kind of just like fully tilt my head all the way around and I look and he's just coming right down the trail on a beeline. He's already at like 45 yards. So you're like, oh shit. I'm like, (laughs) oh my God. So I just grab my bow real, real slow, click my release, look down. She's fine. Button buck's fine. He's still moving. Mm -hmm. Like he's on a mission. I think what happened is he heard that other buck in there. 
Then he heard my grunts, and he was close enough that he's like, "He come running." Somebody, yeah, well, let me go see what's going somebody's on. Somebody's in my in my territory. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And dude, he, I went to reach for my rangefinder because I got that new Tetra. Yeah, and I was like, I tried to get in the habit of ranging, whereas normally I'm not that good about it. Yeah, and I was like, "Nope, don't need it." Don't need these. Dialed right in. twenty, cleared it. Nice shot, and I've never had a deer do this, but he like death roared when I made contact at the impact of the shot. It was amazing. I've never I'll had never... an impact, but when they fall over and do that, yeah, know. yeah. So he did Ugh. that when I shot him. Oh, dude, so you I know knew, you hammered him. I knew right away that I just it's bone chilling pinwheel. That's a good feeling, man. That is, oh, good dude. Feeling. I was so stoked. You shoot? How far is he at the shot? So I ended up ranging, and it was like 22 yards. 22 yards. He, you pull back. Feel good? You feel good when you get back? I got an anchor? Dude, I I mean, I don't want to sound like a dick, but, like, anything under 20, like, man, I just feel so good about, you know, not that, that's, I'm, no, that's not good. that I'm saying he's in the truck already. No, but that's how but, you should feel. That's confidence dude, in your practice. That is a and good I thing. Just, as soon as I shot, he made that. That grunt was just amazing. I've yeah. never had any deer do that in my life. Right, no, it's and I shot a, some big deer, and I was like, "What was that?" And then he took, he took one step, and then he just fell straight on his face. And I looked, and I mean, there was like a four inch gash behind his shoulder, no, and I was shit. like, "Oh my god, I just nailed him!" So like, when, I just from destroyed when you, him. From when you shot him, he took one step and fell over. No, no, he took one step and just like bulldozed, and then he got back up, and then he went like. 45 yards the funny thing is so i'm looking around the tree because it's kind of going behind me right and i'm like go down go down go down yep and i just didn't hear nothing just silence and then like everything just calms down five minutes later here comes that doe with her button buck and i should have <laughs> freaking shot her because that's one of my rules with you a button it, buck you see a doe carrying a button buck you shoot that doe i hey wholeheartedly I've believe said that, that. The podcast because what the button bug will stay there right right that's so a, that's the, the theory yeah. so the yeah the theory is is that if you shoot a doe carrying a button buck that that button buck never gets run off so he stays there a majority of his life yeah you I go hope. down there and you rub his cheek with your like the back of your fingers you say you grow <laughs> and i will kill you one day and then you kiss him on the cheek <laughs> i'll kill you, I'll kill you before you have life. a miserable it, death it'll be okay <laughs> i'll kill you before the coyotes do i'll do you that favor <laughs> so come to find out what happened is that deer died right on that logging road. No shit. Your buck. Yeah. You didn't shoot the doe. The inner redneck was like, didn't win. So <laughs> I, I, he didn't knock an arrow so right after that. It's funny because now that I, it's, I'm going to sound like a sissy, but I don't care. But like, since I've had kids, I, I have a harder time shooting does carrying fawns. I don't know why, but I just do. No, it makes sense. I, I mean, I've had that issue since I started hunting. Yeah, I have that issue. I, I get it. Why. I get it. It's a. It's I mean, that's how you know you you love your wife more than you love yourself because that buck was some deer's father, and you had no problem killing him. You? <laughs> oh no! But, oh no! Hey. I got no problem killing a Magnum, but <laughs> it just you know like I was gonna shoot. I was honestly I was gonna shoot her because I was like, oh, if I'm gutting one deer, I'm gutting two. Yeah. And then that button buck came up, and he was, like, licking his mom's face. And I was like, you know what? 
I bet I'm good. I'm good yeah, for tonight. He loves his mom too much. <laughs> we're we're gonna just we're gonna we're gonna kill one deer tonight and you we're th- calling it a day. She she took her so you were like, uh she's probably taking her son trick or treat and I can't I can't just kill her Yeah, her maybe maybe they didn't go on that bad weather night. He's gonna dress up like a coyote. Or he go was out. gonna do he was gonna <laughs> hey, that'd he, be a great That was probably you know, he probably killed his father. If he would have killed uh that doe, she would have that buck would have turned into Batman, right? Because remember, Batman no, yeah, saw his parents yeah, yeah. He'd have like been an a... orphan. Isn't every deer? <laughs> isn't every deer that gets its mom <laughs> shot an orphan? Technically, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. You know what? It was. I liked what you were trying to do there, yeah, but it yeah. didn't make any sense. Oh, it makes sense to uh, some people. Not everybody, but some people. <laughs> and for those people, I thought it was fairly entertaining. So you just <laughs> wax you. this fool. Thank you. You wax this fool. And he runs off. He goes about forty-five yards. Says, "Did you see him go down?" No, I didn't see him go down. But I, you know, I didn't hear anything. So that was what was a little nerve-wracking. But, yeah. You know, I made I've made what I've thought is a awesome hit on deer before, and yeah, had trouble. So then I, so I get down about I don't know. It was probably twenty-five, thirty minutes. You know, I have a hard time when you put a hammer shot on him. Yeah. Waiting a long time. I just kind of waited for that doe. And oh yeah, thirty minutes seems like three hours oh, at that yeah, point. Man, it's terrible. Yeah. So I get down and I'm just looking for my arrow, and I can't find my arrow anywhere. I'm like, oh, this is a good start, you know? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Where's this thing at? So, but then I find I find blood. So I walk down the trail and I'm like, ah, I gotta find my arrow. So I turn around. I go back after like ten feet and I'm like, ah, it's right here's the impact site. Like, where's my arrow? I can't find it anywhere. Only thing I can think of is that like it buried. Yeah. And then finally, after like five minutes looking, I'm like, "What am I doing? Like, fuck that arrow." <laughs> so I just get right back on the path, and yeah, he Did died. You ever find the arrow? No, I never found the arrow. Don't care. Weird. I I know guys that literally when they shoot a deer with an arrow, they just throw it away. Broadhead and arrow. Really? Yeah. I retire the arrow. Yeah. You do. If it's clean, I'll, like, I'll still use it. No, I retire it. I'm My cheap. dad killed, I don't know how many deer with the same arrow and broadhead. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> My dad had one of the aluminum Eastmans with like the striped. Oh, yeah. Camo, oh, yeah. You know yeah. I'm talking about it with a muzzy three blade. He killed, fuck, dude. I don't know how many deer with that broadhead. He resharpened the broadhead. He killed the guyer buck with it. And like, I don't know how many other bucks with That's it. That's insane. Dude, how much hey, of a dude. savage are you when you're like, you've already killed a deer with a broadhead and you're just sitting there with a grinder just sharpening like, you can't wait to kill another. They make like, the little muzzy sharpeners. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen the, uh, yeah, he just resharpened his broadhead and he shot, fuck, five, six bucks. Fuck, have you ever seen the arrow, uh, the arrow straightener? Um, I, I haven't been hunting long enough. I, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like, yeah, you can straighten out arrows. I like mean, aluminum arrows I mean, shoot and shit. A, it's fuck. Shooting a doe, I think, is one thing, but, like, you know, like a big five-year-old. I mean. Well, if I gotta, shoot a doe with an arrow, I won't, arrow up, I won't right. retire that. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Carbon arrow, you know, they're not bent. That's a beautiful thing about mm-hmm. it. Right. You know, they they go back, for the most part, to straightness. But yeah, I shoot full metal jackets, so. You're, you're a mix of, of the both. You're a hybrid. What's that? You're a hybrid. Yep. You got aluminum and carbon in that old deal there. Yeah, best of both worlds. Yeah. You should get on that victory game, son. You should. Those rip TKOs are great arrows. <sighs> I'm sure they're great one. arrows. I just, once I... You're setting your get, ways. That's once what Once I is. get settled in, I'm I'm good. Yeah, Dude, even that. I've killed deer with victories. They work. 
Yeah, that says a lot. That, that actually is probably the best selling point. They should actually get you to do a commercial. I should. No. like if I can. No, kill we're, we not, do. we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> if I can kill a deer with this, you sure as shit can too. So what what happens when you get down? Like, how long do you wait for you to recover this deer? I probably waited twenty minutes. That's fair. After like after 20, like what you saw, twenty five minutes, something like that. Yeah. Right. I had a hard time sitting there after he did what he did, and I seen that. Yeah, you want to go like right now? Yeah, especially especially not, he's dead. How many people not, did you call? Uh, I don't think I just I called my dad. My dad's always my first call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's first call. Yeah, I think. heck yeah, not my dad. And he was actually trick or treating with my kids in another town, so he was happy because he got to leave. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you you gonna need me? And I'm like, well, I think actually my cousin's husband was hunting. The property next to me because it got, all got split up so he's hunting my uncle's property mm-hmm. and uh, i was like well you know nick's out here and he goes you know what yeah maybe you're, I'll you're just, gonna need me maybe i'll, be, I'll, I'll just there. head that way I'm like, <laughs> sounds good but the yeah dad wanting to get out of that yes yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> all right everyone else listen all right son i'll be there to help you because i know you need me now more than ever yeah, yeah. all right so then, i'm on I mean, my way i don't leave the grandkids i got this shit taken <laughs> care of but why did they dress up the, in the same costume three years in a row frozen isn't even a thing anymore anyway <laughs> so, You're an idiot. so my, my brother ended up calling me because i text him he's like awesome man which deer is it and i'm like you know like i really i said i think it's curly but i don't know mm-hmm He's like, what do you mean you don't know? He's like, I was like, I don't know, man, but it's a giant. That's all I know. You know, because it, it happened fairly quick. Yeah. I mean, I had a good – but this deer did not – from what pictures I have of him, he doesn't look this big. Yeah. I mean, to me, he looked like 150, yeah. 155 I, I can see that, yeah. 150-inch four-year-old is what I thought he was. But then, I mean, obviously, once I kill him, I'm like, yeah, he's five all day. Yeah. That's a big buck. That happens, though, where you're like – Someone asked you, okay, what happened? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, it happened so fast. Yeah. I have no idea what I happened. I can't tell you. I can't tell you what the shot was like. I mean, I can tell you what it was, but I can't tell you exact because it just happened quickly. Yeah, well, your adrenaline gets the best of you, and that's like that's part of the fun. That's like the rush of it. it. Is. You know, I got, that's I, bow hunting. Yeah. That's why I bow hunt with a compound bow instead of a crossbow. Yeah. Tell us more. Let's hear it. <laughs> Zero, Just not a fan. No, I get it. Some people need it, but I got scolded about that. No, 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 no. So that's a whole different, it's different, whole different line. I'm playing to the listeners. Yeah. No, but like my dad is 65 and has had shoulder surgery on both shoulders. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He you shoot have, a crossbow. He should be able yeah, to have a crossbow. Absolutely. That's why. For sure. I just um, don't see what was wrong with Illinois' original law, but. I hear you. Hey, I, I don't disagree with you. Nonetheless. I do. I've, I've done plenty of rants. I don't feel like I need to do anymore. <laughs> Dude, you know how many rants I've had on airbows? I say, should we talk about the airbow? No, don't fucking bring up the airbow. We've <laughs> had a long time. Let, let's talk about You the, brought uh, it up. No, anyways, but that's what I'm... <laughs> fuck you, Eric. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that's why I bow hunt is because of that. That type of experience. That, exactly. Yeah, so this buck is not a to get negative. Not to so get negative. he's a dark... Chocolate-ish buck. I would call him marble because he's Big got beams. that white, yeah, veiny shit through him. It's weird. It's so veiny. Hey, I'm throwing it's measuring so parties, man. So you have to bring that guy in. I've seen in the book. that. Yeah, to bring him on in. So Did just uh, bring this. Well, by the or time we bring other things to measure. Uh, the first just measuring round, objects. he won't be through his drying period, which is sixty days, where you can put him in the book. But yeah, uh, other bucks okay. you can bring. 
I'm gonna do two. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do a first phase and a second phase measuring party for all my my buddies to get their deer entered. Bring I'll them just on by. put them in the freezer then. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> Don't tell me that. Put it. Put a dowel rod between the spread so it doesn't oh. shrink. That's a thing. We'll do that. Shit. People really do that. Yes. Can you see the marks that you can tell? This, where the, uh, it's not. I don't know. I've never encountered it. It's not that. Not yet. People do it, man. I've had so I've had deer. I've measured deer green score. Just like, hey, can you green score my deer? And my if I don't know you, it's like, all right, if I green score it, come back and enter it. Like that's the deal after your drying period. And I've measured a, a pile of deer green score and actual dry score mm-hmm. some deer don't shrink maybe two eighths of an inch like not much at all and i've seen deer shrink two three inches that's what i was gonna say though it's all minuscule that's like, every deer is different it depends it, i think it just depends on the deer honestly i don't actually know i don't have any scientific proof like to prove what osteoporosis i you know i don't know <laughs> i don't know what it is but i've had <laughs> i've seen deer dry so bad that once they dried like it they had like a split g3 I have to split. The split would crack. Oh, really? Because it shrinks so bad. Mm-hmm. I saw that happen, which I don't know. Maybe something else happened to it that I'm not aware of that might sound insane. Like but... a dehumidifier? Yeah, I was about to say, if you put in a, like a humidor, like cigars, I, is that illegal? I'm not I'm not trying to like stir up shit, but like if you want to preserve your... I don't know. Oh, my antlers, God. Because I, it, getting out so of I, I, I have to take it to a fucking cigar stop. shop or Fucking what? lay it on your <laughs> hey. bench and walk away. Let me have some backup on that statement about that deer mm-hmm. splitting. It was at... I, I measured a lot of deer at Mark Strife's taxidermy shop because he had clients that wanted deer in her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would go there. It was one of his clients. He had the deer, it dried. Yeah, do your thing. Right. Cole's got to pee, everyone. We could hear that in the oh, mic. Oh, thank you. Lift up on that He's door. Whisper oh, it. All right. Cool. Okay, just open it like. You're doing yeah. great. Yeah. You're... But yeah, once the deer dried, it split, and there was really no other explanation for it. I, I do not know. See, that would That's tell weird. me it dried too fast. It's weird. It shrinks and it cracks. Yeah. I don't know, though. I don't know. Maybe how, it was a hairline crack anyway from when the deer was alive, and then it just, like, split more over the, the time. I don't know. Well, the temp, it, but, yeah, you would think that, I don't know, maybe it's a, maybe it's a temp. It's just, that's kind of mind-blowing to me, you know, the, the, the temperature change. Because, obviously, you know, like, you know, obviously properties of metal expanding and, you know, contracting, like, heat. That's cold, where I'm all going that, all off that of, shit. like, metal, if you, if you cool it too fast it's gonna crack exactly so wait that's just that's weird to me but again you're because I, I don't know how antlers work i, I my guess it's some sort of freak thing and maybe he had a crack already because there's, right, no, there's right. no blood flow going through the antlers when the deer is alive right in velvet there is in yeah. velvet there is but uh, i'm sorry when, when, they're, hard when, horn, when it's no. hard horn it, it's all gone which is, which is wild why antlers fall off. I, do we really need to get a biologist in here? And I'm going to compile some questions that shit just... like two years. We've been talking about getting a biologist on for <laughs> yeah. a long time. Did we, we need have to a find line a on biologist. One? I think Mark knows one, don't he? I don't know. We need to find this one. This shit just interests me because, yeah. With one the that green specializes in whitetails. And that, like, they're just yeah. a biologist and, like, grasshoppers are their thing and... They just like they do, do all wildlife. They we just, just need wa- strictly yeah. whitetail. Grasshoppers are there. I seen a chick on a Bumble that uh, was a grasshopper uh, environmentalist. Specialist. Yeah, dude, you should have matched with her because she's not crazy. She was gorgeous. I don't know why she didn't match with me. Redhead, huh? Dude, she was. <laughs> shut I'm up. Right, shut huh? up. Shut up. She was into turtles, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Loved a good, a good painted turtle. Good God. No, I'm just. <laughs> that's that's a very interesting thing, dude. Like the, the green Cole's scoring. Cole's back from peeing, so everybody knows. 
I didn't realize how like they they sh- they could shrink either drastically or not at all. It's just it's wild to me. It's I got to bring my, my buck over that I shot two years ago because you just green scored him. Yeah, yeah. Well, measuring party. Yeah, bring him on in. I'm I plan. I ordered thirty entries for that night, and I, was, I didn't want to order more because I'm gonna do two phases. Get all the the homies deer. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna have you measure my deer too. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll probably do like sixty inches. Hey, I got. I'm gonna trophy ones. tape him, bro. We're gonna see how close you are. Okay. We'll do it. Did you stockpile on trophy tape? Yeah, I ordered like 1,400 rolls. That's good. Because everybody's here is going to do like 180, 190, I'm assuming. Yeah. If, so. any, if any girl asks on uh, Bumble on Tinder, yeah, I'm trophy taped. That slack that slack on the inside spread, you're getting like four or five inches. A little droop? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the way <laughs> That's it works. slack. Good Lord. Anyway, did we get to the actual recovery here? We we got off on a tangent. So the he last I remember you get happened. Yeah, I had to take a leak. Before that, we started on tangent. Leave him alone. The last thing I remember is is you said you know you went in about ten feet, backed out, started calling everybody. I don't I don't believe we ever got to the actual recovery. He said he was forty five yards. Did we get there? No, we did not. Okay. No. So he basically went just right through a little thick patch of timber and. So it's funny, he actually died like 15, 20 yards from where my Booner died. Like, no shit. Seven years ago, yeah. That's yeah, cool. But isn't it Kinda weird, cool. though, if you don't hear him crash? It's a really, really weird feeling. It's an empty it feeling. Sucks. So the same thing happened yeah. with my, with the one deer I have that's Net Boone. And I shot him with a gun at like 10 feet. I was so mad. I was like, I've been hunting this deer. So I had him at like 60 yards of the bow. I had him at like 55 yards of the bow. I had him at like 80 yards of the bow. And I could just never, ever close the deal on this deer. He just wouldn't come in. I The one time when he was like 55 yards, he had me pinned in the tree. And I just, like I couldn't do anything. And I didn't want to bust him. So he kind of, I kind of like just soft busted him. I don't if that's a term, but he kind of just it like is now. Jeez, open that door a little slower. <laughs> God, dang soft bust. So, so he was just a hard bust or was a soft bust? That was a so, soft bust. I mean, that's basically to me. That's when a deer just like kind of knows what something's going on, but he just went straight back the same path he came. Did you grunt at him then? Nope, I left him alone. So, so it's he like it's like when, a tree. He just kind of had me pinned. He didn't know what I was. Gotcha. But so he came like behind the stand, and I have no no cover. If they so come. it's like, it's the same as when you walk into a Casey's and he sees a long ass line. You're like, you know what? I'll just hit the Casey's a mile down the road and get my slice of pizza. Like that's a, that's a soft that's a soft bust. You're like, eh. Yeah, same exact thing, okay. Steve. Exactly. Same thing. Exactly. All right. I'm just, I just wanted to check. But yeah, same thing happened though. I <laughs> so I shoot this deer and like he crashes. And that was amazing to me. I shot him with a gun, and I took out – I mean, I went in his shoulder. And we looked when we got at him, and the bullet went through his heart. And he went, like, 65 yards. Damn. Insane. Is that amazing? That's what I love about big, mature deer. It's all man. that residual blood, dude. That has to be. Like, they just got wild. that will to live, man. It's insane. Like, it's crazy. He just went 75 yards without a heart. Which so, I, it, so the same thing happened though. He just so he like that deer just like slid on his chest. When I found him, his legs were straight out, and he was just laying just in power slid, just laying in grass, just laying in grass, just, just relaxing. Sunbathing. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> dude! <laughs> I just shot a booner. Is this your biggest bow buck? 
It's close. So is your second biggest or what? Okay, so my other big bow buck scores one sixty nine <laughs> and seven eight. So what do you want me to nice. do? Damn. This one we taped him out the other night and it was one seventy on the nose. Really? Oh shit. It's yeah. a big boy, man. And once you get in that one sixty range, you're dealing with you're dealing with some different animals, you know, like one one fifty is a great deer. I shoot one fifty every year. I don't care. That's my that's what I do. Fucking a Billy Ray. I'm stoked with that. But <laughs> this is my new favorite saying. Fucking, fucking a Billy, a Billy Ray. Ray. <laughs> but you get it comes. Be- it's better coming from a guy with a mullet too. Right. Oh, fucking a Billy Ray. You, yeah. you touch that one sixty plus mark, you're getting to some big boys, and it's uh, they're just fun to be around. It's a different animal. A lot man. of people don't realize how big a one sixty is. No, they don't. They don't. That's a crazy thing. Well, no, a lot of people don't realize what a 140-inch deer is. That's true. That's that is true. true. That's very true. A lot of people don't. Just people don't. They're not around them. Like, I'm not the best at scoring deer. I'm not at all. Like, if I see a deer, I'm not the best at scoring them. But I can get pretty close. So I always try to tell it's people to, like, live. you know, it, it's not so, not necessarily the antlers that you yeah. have to pay attention to. It's the mannerisms of the deer and... How they yeah. act, the body size, like yeah, yeah you can tell that, the deer's that, picture. That's what I can tell more of. Mm-hmm. I've got a bad problem of looking at antlers and not body size. Like I, 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 a deer that I've seen a couple times. Yeah, but you're in a different spot though. And I and I am, and that's something that I need to grow as a hunter because I'm I'm finally starting to see. A lot of times I've gone out, I've seen some good deer. Like shit, I'm like, oh, I've seen that on TV. I'd shoot it. You know what I mean? Like with that whole. And I'm doing the air quotes, the shooter. But if it's getting me excited, I'm just looking at the rack. And I've had a lot of conversations about a particular deer with Kurt and Mark Reif. And Mark asked me, uh, he's like, what the body look like? I was like, I have no fucking clue. (laughs) Right. And it's not like I don't don't want people to think that I just came out the door blowing down 170s. Like, I shot a lot. Yeah. You know, I learned a lot. You know, I shot a lot of deer. You know, I shot a deer that I thought was 140 at 120 yards. And then I got up on him and, you know, it was not. You know, it was a two and a half year old or a three and a half year old. You know, so it it takes a lot of sitting in a stand. Steve, you're you're in a little different space. It's like. We just had that conversation. My buck got in the living room. I was like, oh, tomorrow I'll kill that buck 14 years ago. My first buck with yeah, a bow. It's super cool. And so it, it's like, yeah, but you got to grow, man. It, I always say you got to climb the ladder with anything. Like when I went out west and I killed my antelope this year, my antelope is not Pope and Young. But by golly, you know, next time I go, I'm going to be shooting for a Pope and Young. And I got to climb that antelope ladder. And there's certain things like you can't do that with everything because it's a time frame. Like mm. I can't afford to hunt. All the time in South Dakota to try to kill a Boone and Crockett antelope. Like, I'm gonna kill if I go every time I go to South Dakota. If I can shoot a Pope and Young antelope, I'm shooting it. I'm not gonna wait for a Boone and Crockett. It doesn't mean as much. Oh, for sure. Because it's like antelope are amazing. It's a cool thing to do, but white tail. You never know. You might not have. They're nothing better than a white tail buck, right? Yeah, there was for sure. It's our bread and butter, man. It's our bread and butter. You know, there's guys out west that grew up on mule deers that are like nothing better than a mule deer booner, right. mule deer pope and young. That's the best, and you know I can't blame him for that. That makes perfect sense. No, yeah, right. I've had, I would I would agree. I've had a I've had a very very good season. I mean, I I haven't put a deer on the ground yet, but I have had some really good deer in front of me. I've had that experience of 
okay, now I'm seeing a deer and I've got on a good one where I, in earlier in the season, I've seen like really small bucks that that time last year, I would have been shaking like a leaf and smoking that deer. But it, it something kind of changed me. Yeah. I want to start chasing these, these, these better deer. And it's just, it, it was that wild feeling that I'm like, it, I was kind of heartbroken when I saw like a, a buck that wasn't quite the buck that I shot last year. But again, that time, that time last year, I would have shot it and I was a little disappointed. I was like, damn dude, that, that, that feeling is gone of seeing anything and want to put an arrow in it, which is, it's not exactly it's a bad growth. thing. It is growth, and then when I start seeing a deer, I'm like, okay, now I'm going to start getting on it. And um, a really nice thing for me is I've had a second encounter with a really nice deer. And for the first time in my hunting career, I went in to a hunt that I was like, I'm going to kill this buck. Not just, I hope something walks by. I'm going in to kill. And it was, I remember thinking to myself, as I'm driving there, as I'm getting out, I was talking to the landowner. I'm like, I'm going in to kill this deer. And my whole sit in that stand, I, I didn't I didn't sit there. I stood the whole time because I knew, I was like, all right, every time I've had an encounter with him, it's been right near dark. And I'm like, he came out one way and then he came out another way. I'm like, it's just, it's not going to happen. And something kind of changed in me that was like, okay. Instead of just going out and trying to see stuff, I'm like, now I'm starting to think of strategies. I'm like, all right, well, maybe I, if I come in this way, and it it's just been a wild, wild you, season for me. You're just you now can't. starting to apply everything you've learned over the past three. Yeah, I just wanted to admit episodes. that to you guys. That uh, yeah, <laughs> no, nice. no, it's, it's it's a no. I've you've seen him twice. I appreciate the level of <laughs> comfortability right now. Yeah, I am. No, I so, but, but don't don't get down on your. I mean, don't start a. I guess don't start that with like I haven't killed a deer yet this year. Like, did you? That's been ten years for me in yeah. between bow kills, and my last one was one sixty nine and seven eighths, and this one's one seventy. Like, you got to – I mean, in between there, I've killed a couple deer with a gun. Yeah, but do you like this? Don't just, come around. That's just how. Like, I mean, me and Kurt have talked about this. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. I'm excited for. Whatever deer you're excited for, right? Yeah, that's what I don't. Matters. I don't go into your office and tell you that you should only be hunting 170 inch deer. Right. It's well, that's not realistic for most people. It, it's right. You but, know, it, it all depends on your situation. What, a lot of it's your mindset. A lot of it's your situation. You know, I've never had a, a piece of property where it's like, "Hey, dude, in 10 years you'll be hunting here." You know, so for that, and I think that most working class people kind of have that situation with their ground it's like man you can pass those four-year-old 150s one high 140s 150s 160s but you might not be here next year so yeah the landowner might die and, and then and they but, might but also you know devil's advocate to myself and that statement is uh, you know there's a lot of guys like well what if you do get the chance to hunt there for five more years ten more years and those years that you, those deer that you are passing will be those 170 180s that you talk about how you want to kill so I get the the double – it's like that double-edged sword, well, you know? And that's where, like, you always say, you know, Doug's, like, passing these good-ass deer. Yeah. We know that property's going to always be there. Right. That's true. We know that. We know right. that. Right, and that's and the I, same we, thing we can, I got. We can got. pass up yeah. those, those younger deer where, yeah, we probably want to shoot them. But then it also goes, it's like, 
a 135 came in the other day, and my heart just started racing. I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm like, it's not a big buck, but I just got that yeah. that edge where, okay, it started racing. See, never, that's all he, it takes. Your though. mindset's right. Your but it sucks for you being in Iowa because you could have smoked that and had a great day, but then your season would have been done. Well, not – I mean, yeah. For archery, yeah. I yeah that's why I, say, archery, that, that's why I said Illinois yeah. should copy – what Iowa does, honestly, I think. But like we can still I shoot agree. two bucks. We just can't shoot two yeah. archery. Yeah. Like or two gun. Right? Well, you can shoot if right, you draw right, a muzzle right, loader, right? right? You can shoot yep. two? Yeah. Okay. Or yeah, you can you yeah. only shoot that's like correct. You have muzzle loader or shotgun, not both. Right. I like, so it's archery or one of I was got that real late muzzle loader season too. Yeah. Which I yep, totally and, and our with. shotgun's later than your guys' is too. Yeah. Ours yeah. doesn't start till seven days. I think Iowa should do that. Or Illinois should do that. Well, Iowa, Iowa starts does. the first shotgun season is the first weekend in December. Yeah. Well, I, like for example, like my buck that I shot last weekend, um, like I, I don't regret shooting him at all. No, I think he's a stud, a stud ten pointer. Um, no, it's a great deer with a bow. You yeah. Shouldn't. Watching him, I'd be like, he's one. Well, at one point, I was, like, and I'll get into the story on another podcast. He was very. He's a very deceiving deer. You see him from one angle, you're like, damn, one one sixty. You see him from an angle, another angle, you're like, damn, high forties, maybe fifties. But either way, I'm pumped with him. The hunt was incredible. I can't wait to tell the story. But that type of deer is. It's one of those deer. It's on that brink. It's like, man, I've hunted this one property that I killed him on for a couple of years, and I might have I might have ten more years there. I don't know. I might right. have one more season there. It's one of those properties. It's just not mine. I don't. It, it's it's a lease technically, but I don't like. It, it's just not a solid contract type lease where it's like one of my other leases. Like I can tromp around, do whatever I want. Oh, yeah. It's it's a very feathered type of property that I have permission on, and and I feel like most people that hunt private property, that's kind of their situation. They don't have that that security so i'm like man there's no way i can pass this buck like this is a great deer for me right and 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 i don't want to look back on on good success i got to recover with my dad which was incredible and that's the thing with a lot of people i think could relate to they can't look back and be like mark even said on his podcast like fuck i never had the build-up like i never killed a pile like good bucks to have some great bucks you know in there in the mix too he's so i had to wait and just kill nothing for 15 years to kill a great buck and then kill okay bucks after that you know yeah, right, right but and now you know i would rather kill 15 good bucks and then kill two great bucks than to not kill anything for 20 years to kill two great bucks but think about oh, it now too you know what i mean yeah, yeah that's for sure and think about it now like you're a working man you got a kid now and that's a big responsibility i remember um you that's know, true things have changed but cole's got fucking a and, tribe and, 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 and <laughs> i was just gonna, gonna say he's got a, he's got a tribe a shitload of kids um which two of which are probably mine but uh <laughs> what do you got? Like fucking ten kids or what? <laughs> no, oh, yeah. I just got three. He got oh, three, three yeah. in three years. He's, they were talking like he had ten of them. What do you got? Irish uh, triplets? Good God! Yeah, the two get mistaken for twins a lot. <laughs> That's <funny. laughs> those are Irish twins there. Yeah, yeah. Which, they're not quite like fourteen months. Oh, but yeah, so they're close. not Irish. Twins. Right, they're Scottish twins. <laughs> That's a, I'll start calling them that. <laughs> Scottish, Scottish twins. twins. <laughs> but every time we go grocery shopping, they're like, um, are those two twins? So I just started. No, telling they're not people. Irish. You should have been like. No, I just started telling people. Yeah, you should have been like. No, yeah, it was twins. two. It was my birthday, and it was our anniversary. You said it's where funny. those two yeah, kids that's... came from. <laughs> yep, I got a strong seed. That's all you said. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it was just the same. Good... It was the same time. I think it was just still in there. Yeah, it just delayed. Just 
my god. <laughs> Wife does a lot of yoga. I, I had one <laughs> I had one slow swimmer. <laughs> only, only one popped out, the other one hung on. That baby was born at a <laughs> Baby was born with a mustache. What the fuck? <laughs> but no, this is the this second is... one was a girl. <laughs> oh my god! Whatever, girls have mustache. They just don't pass. Maybe them. the ones you date could be. Anyway, anyway, no, it's just it's, it's kind of telling. They're like you guys got kids, you guys work all the time. You know, you're trying to be a family man, handle business. Like like you know your story. You you try to go out. You had to go trick or treating. You know, you could have probably had a. You probably could have had a 180, but it doesn't matter. None of that shit matters because your kids. <laughs> Are getting raised? Didn't your kids hunt yet? Uh, one's four, one's almost three, and got a bit, man. One's okay, so they got a bit. I, I didn't know how old your kids but were, dude. That's, like that's that's part. That's kind of like we, me and Kurt talked about this the other day. Like I've kind of really, really settled down. I used to be like gung ho if my neighbors like killed a three and a half year old, I was mad about it, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just totally dude. There's mellow, so many mellowed out now. Like I just. In some of these places we hunt, there's a lot of bucks that slip through the cracks. That that right, you and know what I mean. Now I just, I basically got the mindset of I'm I'm out to hunt one, maybe two deer a year. Yeah, but so have you been well, hunting? Well, since well, but if here? like my brother or let me ask you that my question. cousins kill something that's you know not a deer that I would shoot, like it doesn't matter to me. Like I'm still. Right, let me ask you that him. question that I kind of talked about earlier. It wasn't really quite, more of a statement on my part, but let me turn it into a question. Would you rather hunt 20 years and kill two bucks that go 170, or would you rather hunt 20 years and kill 20 bucks that go 140 to 150? I don't, so that's you know probably, what I'm saying? That's probably that, a bad question for That's me. a fucking no-brainer, ain't it? Do you know what I'm because saying, Because I just did it. You know what I mean? Like, right, I, right. I would. I don't know. We've talked about this before. But you get, like, what, I, you get what I'm trying I, to ask. I, I understand completely. I'm not I'm – not, I'm trying to put devil's advocate to, like, <laughs> what you're saying. Like, I'm trying to create that conversation there because – No, and I that's that's what I – like we talked about <coughs> before we started the podcast. Like, I, uh, listening to Clint Casper, like, that's – when he was talking about, like, I tried to set out for, like, one specific deer. Yeah. That's yeah. basically exactly what I do every year. And – like this happened, you know, like I'm, I'm 10 years in between bow kills, but yeah, the last one was one almost pretty much 170. And then this one's 170. And so the last 170 you shot was the last bow kill you had before this one. Yes. You didn't kill anything in between. Nope. For 10 years. For 10 years. Oh, damn. God damn. See, I don't think that's worth it to me. He did it. No, it's not worth it at all. Not for me. No. See, and I, <laughs> I'd do it again. See, I would just feel like... So, in between there, I lost a deer that was 170. Yeah, but... T- that I had a lot of history okay, with. Okay, so let me I let me break this just, down then. Like, how, how, how many years after your first one did you wound that deer? Probably, I don't know, four, four, four or five. Years. Okay, so then you went six years without even shooting at a deer. Yeah, I mean, I shot, so I shot, I shot my net boon two years after I shot that once, that other 170 and then, or 169, whatever. So let me, so, and then I shot, I shot another buck that's like upper 150s with a muzzleloader 
two years ago or three years ago. So what you're saying is you're okay for if you went another ten years without shooting anything, as long as a it's caliber this like caliber, this. I mean, I, you're okay with that. I mean, so I'm I'm not okay with it, but I'm. You're willing to go I through. I have it. enough discipline, I guess, now to. And that says a lot about you as a person and a hunter. I think that, that's that's a big deal. Yeah, that's well, a thanks, huge man. deal. But yeah. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be like negative on you. I'm just trying to throw this conversation. No, no, no. At you. I, I like this conversation. This is one because of my me, favorite things to talk about hunting. If I could kill, because for me, it's not about. It's not about. It's it's your personal deal. Blood. It's, it's your it, personal deal. Exactly. And it that's has a, that's a cool thing. Is like with, you have a different personal deal than I do. Versus what Steve has, versus what Eric has, versus what Clint Casper has, versus what Chandler has. It's yep. it, everyone's. It, it's always a little different, and you know, score is just a number. It's cool to say you hit that one seventy mark. Exactly for me, it's age though. But I bet you, if this buck, if one side was as big as that, and the other side was like all crazy and busted, wasn't going to add to a score, and you had a giant drop time or some something crazy, you would have shot him because he's cool. So we got Her- another buck on the farm, and his name's Randy. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage. Okay, because you said you said another deer was named Excalibur. No. Oh, okay, just checking. No, it's. Uh, <laughs> I thought no. I heard Excalibur when I came back in. I'm, I apologize. It's Randy, Leahy, Curly, Leahy, and Larry is our other deer. Larry, Curly, Larry and Mo? needs. Where's Mo? Mo hasn't. He hasn't he been hasn't discovered yet. yet. Mo's okay. a fat fuck. Yeah, actually, there's another deer that we've considered calling Mo that is a fat fuck. He has like 15 points, and he's old as balls. Fucking stud, yeah, I know. I had him at like 65 yards. That was that one deer I was telling you about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that was like a week before this. But no, the the other deer, Randy, like if he would have – so I have history with this deer, and we've got five of his sheds of the last three years. So like match set last two years and then one the year before. Mm-hmm. And like – we have a lot of history with this deer. If that deer would have walked by, he's seven and a half years old. I would have shot him and felt the same way. That's champ, bro. Yeah. And he's maybe a 130-inch deer. That's cool, though. That is cool. It's just it, it's maturity just, plays in. Like, like we, we talked about it a hundred times. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but some deer just don't ever get the antlers. And that's crazy. It's, I mean, I see a lot because, I mean, I... I am just, I'm completely humbled to be able to hunt where I do. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't thank my dad enough till right. the day he dies. It's a right. dream. Because he doesn't even know what he's done for me. But we get to see these deer grow and mature, and that's... It's cool, man. It's that's, a cool opportunity. That's, that's, the, dream. that's awesome. the American dream, man. And, you know, anything could happen. Like, you, you, you've you got to – and it's awesome that you appreciate it. Um, yeah, I'd rather see a guy with, like it, – it sucks to see people with opportunities like that not – Yeah, I don't want people to think I'm some asshat that just has awesome ground. But, you're an but, asshat, drops, but sure. I want to show – You're an asshat, but yeah. <laughs> you're not just an asshat. But, but this also is a good point to show that, like <laughs> – and, and I've said this on a lot of episodes in the past – is people like to do that public versus private debate. Sure. And that's annoying to me because it's two different skill sets in hunting. I agree. Because totally different. Imagine only hunting for the working class people the same 50 acres every time you go. Every single time. Yeah, you're going to figure it out, but the deer are going to know you're there. For well, sure. So you have to be very 
diligent on your entry. Like it's just a different set of skills where you you watch you go to YouTube, type in public land hunting. You got dudes chasing deer from one end of the piece to the fucking other end and back across and right to the fence line on every private on the it's that's right. the and game. And yeah, not, not everybody's gonna be a Jared Scheffler. I'm never gonna do that on a deer like this. You can't like, if I blow that deer out You're out of there once in in my experience, if you get a shooter buck in that's you know a five and a half plus, and he he and he knows you are there. In my experience, there's a very very slim chance that you're going to see that deer again, yeah. especially in that spot. Yeah, like it's especially it's, a deer this big. I saw somebody post something about that, and I'm not, I, I don't want to play a devil's advocate or anything, but I'm gonna. Somebody said, okay, well, if that's his home, like if you if you bust him out of his home, it's like, okay, well, where else is he going to go? He's going to he, come he, back he, once, and if you're not there to kill him, this you're is not going to kill him. People can tune into the DeQuisto series podcast and learn a little bit about that. Andre talks about it. There is a method bump and dump, but like that's what, what Cole I'm, mentioned, that's what I'm talking about. You got to get in there and get get in there right mm-hmm. now. Yes. It's it's yes. not a oh I bumped him I'll think about hanging that stand in two weekends like you already lost well and that's why I think a lot of people go into they bump and like oh I'll just wait two three weeks he'll be back yeah bad mindset right. no he was well, already in there smelt your boot track and then decided to move his bed yep he's yeah he's out yeah you got to get back in there let him come back figure it out boom that's when you kill him yeah so actually I learned that. by the way that's going to be a full-blown fucking podcast here on the Quisto series I'm gonna get Andre and be like hey listen we're all idiots you're God tell us about this and and he'll probably be like, out shut your mouth I'm a, I'm about to spit some knowledge I want him to spit on right under your right on your face he should if what? I want him to spit on my face so I'm like I have that good luck just that's, You're probably into like that shit, things. aren't you? I'm not into that shit. I'm not into <laughs> like a, oh, like a fucking. fucking I'm not gross, into legend man. spitting on me, ta- but dude, like if they're gonna fucking, do it, like a fucking camel or what? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, dude. It's like it's <laughs> fucking that, 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 over that's you? a sign of respect in uh, some like Star Wars universe. Oh, right. no, that's the, like third hey, world countries, man. Steve's Bumble, <laughs> spaghetti dinners, turtles, legend spitting on me. Did you guys look at my phone when you guys fucking <laughs> No, hold on, hold on. I literally legend just asked your girl me. about spaghetti dinners. Did you look at my phone when I was gone? Yeah. Please spit it. in my mouth. No, are you guys fucking serious? Yeah, dude. I know what your spaghetti is, dude. You boil ramen, pour fucking tomato dude. sauce on that shit. Oh, I know network connection, thank God. No, but I learned a lot about that from uh, actually watching a lot of Todd Prignitz. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's a, he was he was a pretty cool dude. We've heard, we've heard a lot of stories about him when we uh we did the I never met him. Deer classic. Yeah, we never no. we never met him and yeah, he had that unfortunate accident. Uh rest in peace, brother, but um yeah, he uh You want to talk about a fireball. Big buck killer, man. For oh, sure. Dude. Was Johnny Johnny never Utah got a in the yeah. Never Utah ever put a tape to a deer he killed. That's cool, man. That says a lot. And the one is well, probably like 5 of them, but the one is complete magnum probably like pushing 200 really it says a lot about him man i mean measure i'm a measure for pope and young and and i'll even throw this question out there she's looking at me all weird what what um i mean how worth it is putting a score on a deer i've just always done it i guess but see this year i it's fun like the unique deer really catch my eye Mm -hmm. because there's a deer that doug's seen him today he had him at 20 yards he didn't shoot him but if he would have came in, he's probably 160-inch deer if he had both sides. But his whole left side, all the tines are broke off about 
They're about two inches tall. That's kind of that's no shit. Cool. Snapped off all of them. How I, I don't get how they do that shit. I don't either. But I I told Doug I'm like you know that night I seen him he he was at sixty yards he came up the ridge but he wouldn't come any closer. I'm like if he would have came in I would have shot him. He's like why I'm like because he was unique he was cool as yeah. fuck you know yeah yeah. And then Doug sends me a Snapchat today. He's at twenty yards eating acorns, just right underneath him. <laughs> it's just, Damn it! It's wild. There, I when I was uh this this buck that I'm on, I thought when I saw a deer because I went out, I was like, I saw him the night before, and from all the information I got, it's like, dude, if he's out in the field, he might be coming back there. Talked to Kurt, talked to Mark. It was like, go out and sit in that sit in that same spot. He might come back. He might get a shot at him. I saw a deer and then I just like saw antlers. I got pumped. I'm like, oh my god! And this is in the morning. This this buck comes in and all of a sudden, like I just my mind starts racing. I start seeing a deer and I start seeing a little antler. Well, he comes in and hit his. It's like it's not a not a fork buck, but he's got. It, it was really weird to see him. He's got about at least like ten inches on his left side, um, and it, it splits off. So it's like it's like ten and then you know five. It, it, it's goofy. And his whole right side is just gone, broke off. <laughs> and I was, I was so let down. I'm like, damn. I was hoping for that buck, and then I started looking at him some more. And I just, I was like, hmm. <laughs> I, like I, your inner redneck, your dude, inner Dale Earnhardt guy. It, 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 I started thinking about it, and like the the first thing I thought I was like, dude, he would be a really cool skull mount in my kitchen. And I, it, it was like, damn. It, as soon as he walked away, I, I thought to myself like. Damn, I should have shot that buck. But like in the moment, I was like, "Don't shoot him," because you know the deer I'm after could be following him, or they could be in the in the area. I didn't know. I was like, "I don't want to cause any commotion." But yeah, as soon as he walked away, I didn't see anything in the morning. I was like, "Damn, I should have shot that deer." But some of that shit's bizarre though, because I had another deer last night that he was, you know, he would have went 125 inches if he had both sides. Yeah, a point. But the other, he had. Four points on one side, and the other side was totally snapped off. He had like a two inch, just a two inch. I don't get how they do like that. They're spindly. Like their bones ain't strong. They it was literally, it was literally like a, <laughs> a two inch spike coming out of the one side. But you could totally like he was ten yards away. No shit. You can tell it was a full main beam and everything, but it was snapped off. They snapped got so, shit, right bro. Off. They got yeah. soft bones. It's crazy. I, you got soft bones or you got hard bones, bro? Yeah, you got hard bones. You got that osteoporosis. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. You better drink your milk. Dude, I'm about to hit your jaw. How strong is that motherfucker? <laughs> hey, dude, I, the, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm not off the titty milk yet, dude. I got strong bones. <laughs> Damn, I bet you do. My button's strong as shit. Try to push it. Never, What's up? Never get sick. Strong bones. Bro, anyone who wants it can get it. Come on. Try to try to push my button. I won't go to sleep. Dude, your turtle's going straight into the crock pot. <laughs> you are from Rock Yo. Island. <laughs> I'm still eating that. I'm still eating that turtle. You ain't eating no hey, I'm, still, I'm winning that bet right now. We never shook on it. Plus, I was drunk when I said it, so. It's on, rec- it's oh, on so record. That don't count. Huh, Kurt already said that I was drunk, so there's reasonable doubt. The contract is null and void until I shoot a giant, and then I get to have Sam and Isla uh, live in my house. Connor Wakefield heard the bet. It was on record. I'm still going to eat your turtle, though. Dude, you're, dude, I will, <laughs> I will gonna, kick your I'm window gonna, in and grab your turtle and put that thing. Bro, you never know what room he's in, dude. I moved him. He's in no, PC. We're, hey, we're my put, turtle is in protective custody right now. You will never find him. We're putting that fucker in a can cooker. Yeah, What's dude. Up? <laughs> What's up, turtle dude, guy? We got me? a turtle guy, yeah. a cat guy. Please tell me you got a. He's dog. He's an eating turtle guy. I got two dogs and a cat. 
Cats are not hard to feel about that. Hey, well, I'm excited about the two dogs. Oh, I might be getting a bearded dragon too. I'm that you got guy. a dog though too. Hey, right? oh, hell yeah, I got a dog. We'll just put some like steak seasoning in a crock pot, pepper, butter. Turn that crock pot on high. Boil the water. We'll put a um, a or chicken. Put them in a can cooker, bro. You should have put a chicken in there. You don't mix no, chicken and no, turtle. We'll put a chicken broth cube in there. Fill up a little water. <laughs> that was a little bouillon cube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Boil that fucker out so you can get him out of the shell. Oh, yeah, and up? dude. I'll put that shell on a plaque for you. You can put it in your house. I'll, I'll hang the fucker up for Eric's sure. Eric's gonna wear it on a necklace the next podcast. What's up, son? He's gonna have where is that fucking hat? It's gold, it's all silver. <laughs> where is a hat? A ra- <laughs> hey, Steve, a rattle can rattle can to your fucking turtle shell, dude. <laughs> How old is that turtle? Uh, to be honest with you, when we got him, I think he was probably he might have been one or two. So that turtle's a mature, you know, five hey, year old. Does your ex ever hit you up to ask you how the turtle's doing? Huh? Does your ex ever hit you up? Oh, she died. Him? You didn't hear about that? Oh, dude, good for her. Oh, it was man. great. Her, uh, <laughs> for her. Dude died in a hang gliding accident. She got hit by yeah. a car? No, it was great. Her uh, new boyfriend. you boy- hear my girlfriend? Yeah, she died. <laughs> yeah. Her, her new boyfriend beat her to death with a uh, uh, spatula. It was wild. Oh, no, baby, that's, that's something cool. I made up in my head. That's no, a no. Stiff, <laughs> that's a I'm stiff kidding. spatula, I'm man. Kidding. I'm man, kidding. that's a fucking dream you had. <laughs> no. I'm still going to eat your turtle. It was though. a nightmare. I'm still deeply in love with her. I'm kidding. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> no, you can't. And I'm not going to cut kidding. it out either. Oh, man. Yeah, you're, Dude, I'm just kidding. Hey, this is a, no, you're a fucking lunatic. Oh, man. Allegedly. 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 You like that? Allegedly. Cole Young, I'm sorry. Yeah, the whole turtle thing seems kind of fucked up now. Wait, yeah. why is that ketchup? Is that ketchup? Why did I ever say I was going to eat him? Because you're because you want to take every good part of my life and you want to ruin it. <laughs> because true. your That's sadness true. and the only thing that makes me happy, you want to take every. This is how big of a piece of I'm not shit you sad are. At all. It's usually your typical Iowa guy, right? You want to take every. <laughs> Hand me a beer. <laughs> That's the last one right there. Oh, I think we were just talking about your turtle, and I, I just know. wanted to eat the fucker. I don't know. You're like, yeah, let's eat Air it. just fills a crockpot full of bush light <laughs> oh and throws your God. turtle in there. You're a fucker. That'd probably be Fucking delicious, a, Billy, actually. Right? I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. But it's a hoagie buns and some mozzarella. Some <laughs> hoagie buns. <laughs> Shit. Dude, dude, everybody loves hoagie buns. Hoagie buns. What are you? Huh? Cole, thank you for joining Black the show, my, huh? my sir. It, did you have fun? Yeah, I had a good time. Did you really? I did. Thanks for sharing the story. Thanks uh, for being yeah. on Team Hang and Bang. Sorry we ruined it with our whole personal lives. Yeah, dude. I'm just, I mean, I'm stoked that I was, I mean, selected, obviously. Yeah. You're but, okay. I mean, I was feeling a little bit of pressure, but so I'm, I, know, I was point. really excited to shoot this deer and be able to, to stud, quote man. unquote, represent you for did, you guys. You repped hard. You repped hard. It came to so a point. It of, might be 10 years, but. We'll have you back on ten years. Another one. Yeah, sounds years. good. Yeah. Episode yeah. fourteen hundred like, and of like six kids by then. I'd say probably ten. I'll, I'll probably I'll probably be dead I'll in a hang gliding accident. <laughs> hang gliding, dude. <laughs> you got a hang glide your, now. Your oh ex girlfriend's boyfriend beat you to death <laughs> with your own turtle. <laughs> He found the shell. They broke into Eric's house. It was a, <laughs> that was totally premeditated. Eric's house getting broken into, and me being my having my scroll. <laughs> Your scroll? My Does scroll, he have a scroll, my scroll crushed in. I thought you were going with scrotum, but you came back with scrotum. No, scrotum. No, bro, I'm fixed. I'm good. All right. <laughs> they told me I got too wild at trade show, so they had me fixed. So I'm pretty tame now. Yeah, that's, that's why I've been doing better lately. Cur- yeah, they, on like stuff? a fucking yeah, they had me fixed. I'm too much time at the DSG booth. <laughs> Be careful. Way too there. much time. All right. Round of positivity before we close this out. Eric? I don't even know right now. Thanks, man. Cole, what you got? Um, Just anything positive? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, just kill what makes you happy, man. It's a good it doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be a one seventy. Yeah, just, just wait ten okay. years and shoot a one seventy. Steve. It's that time of year. I'm surrounded by good people, and I get to uh, tell really stupid shit uh, to the masses. And uh, yeah, it's it's great. I, I love life right now. That's what's positive. And I'm probably going to kill something giant. We'll just say that. When's yeah. the last time you were in a tree? Uh, <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> in podcast it's like, Stop it, was it. A few days ago. How many days ago? Two weeks? No, hell no. It was like uh, what day a week it? ago. Okay, I'm going to be real positive okay. on my positivity here. Three days ago. Go for it. Steve's on a good buck. I feel that Steve, if he puts the effort in, if he puts the effort in. That's where I was going with this. We'll kill a good deer. Kill that buck, hopefully. I think I'll kill two good deer. I hope you do, man. I do. (laughs) I hope you do. Um, This is going to be a good weekend to hunt. Um, Podcast land. You missed it already. You should have already killed. Um, Luck of the podcast with you. Cole, thank you for coming on. Your first podcast ever. Congrats on a giant. Thank you. And you know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. to go with like just full-blown redneck on these fish. This is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chasing the Sun, Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.